Hello and welcome to Awaken with Erica Jade, the podcast that takes you on a journey of self-discovery and transformation. I'm your host, Erica Jade, a certified holistic health coach, Reiki master, yoga teacher, NASM personal trainer, and former NFL cheerleader. Here we are all about diving deep and getting real while embracing a holistic approach to health, spirituality, and lifestyle. Each episode, I'll be taking you through expert interviews and personal stories that are packed with insights, tips, and practical tools for awakening your mind, body, and soul. My goal is to help you align with your authentic self and create a life filled with joy, purpose, and abundance. So if you're ready to transform your life and unlock your true potential, then let's get started. Prepare to awaken. Welcome back to another episode of Awaken with Erica Jade. Today's episode is going to be by far my most vulnerable episode yet. I was hiking with my partner at Great Falls over the weekend, and I had the most profound realization. I have been going through life carrying a heavy ass backpack. Now I'm not talking about a literal backpack. It's a metaphor. Let me explain. For the past 18 months or so, I have not been feeling my best. I just haven't been feeling great. At the end of 2021, I got COVID for a second time and was spending 2022's New Year's Eve in isolation on my couch. Ever since then, I've been feeling off. Throughout 2022, I was sick more frequently than I ever have been in my entire life. Each month, it felt like I would get a cold or a fever, or in the spring, I had a major sinus infection that ended up turning into bronchitis. I got a stomach bug, which I don't know the last time I had a stomach bug. And then there were a handful of moments where I just cried and I was like, something is seriously wrong. Something's wrong. Because like I said, I had never been sick like that as often as I was ever before in my life, so I could tell that something was just seriously wrong. At first, I was thinking maybe that I I was experiencing long COVID symptoms. Then my doctor said it sounded like I might be suffering from mold exposure. And then part of me just thought, well, maybe I haven't been taking care of myself as well as I should be or as well as I could be. Meanwhile, I was still living a very active lifestyle, eating a balanced diet and doing all the things just because that's my lifestyle. I'm a holistic health coach. This is the stuff that I love. I love mind, body, soul, healing. I love doing all of these things. So for me, it was very frustrating and very confusing as to why I could not get myself to feel better. I couldn't figure it out. I started feeling guilty that I was doing something wrong, and I felt like it was my fault that I wasn't getting better. I was struggling, and I had no real answers as to why. Well, all of that changed about a month ago. I went to see my primary care doctor for a routine wellness exam and blood work because it's been a few years since I had gotten my last blood drawn, my last blood work done. Well, when I went to see her, my only real concern was that my hair was falling out. And I had assumed, because I had extremely hard water at my old apartment, that it was the water. 
that was causing my hair to become really dry and brittle and fall out when I was showering. It was just like I would get a handful of hair. And I don't mean like clumps of hair, but just more than normal. So if you've ever experienced this, you you know what I'm talking about. It's not like I was losing everything and having bald spots, but it was enough to be concerned. So she was like, hmm, okay, well, let's just, let's go ahead and order a thyroid test just to be safe. To my surprise, my thyroid levels came back at pretty much zeros across the board. My thyroid was not working. So she ordered another test and asked me to go back in to confirm that my levels were accurate. And unfortunately, a few weeks later when I had taken that second test, my levels came back even worse. Now, if you've ever been through something like this, you know how scary this can be. I cried every single night when I was going through this process out of fear of the what ifs, because at that time, the tests were looking like there could be something serious going on. We even thought maybe tumor on my thyroid or on my pituitary gland, which controls the release of your TSH. It triggers your thyroid to make your T3, T4. So I was like, huh, this is scary. I'm a little bit concerned, a lot of bit concerned with the what ifs and what could be's because I still don't have answers. So I'm getting asked to go and get blood work drawn again and again. And I don't know why. We, we don't know why. We're trying to figure it out. But that whole waiting game, that process is terrifying. So I truly sympathize with anybody who has gone through this or worse because it is not a good place to be. It's not comfortable. It is scary. So a few days after I got that second round of blood work back, she brought me back in for yet another round of blood work and an ultrasound on my thyroid, which if you don't know what the thyroid is, it's a little butterfly-shaped gland in the front of your neck, and it produces hormones that play a key role in regulating your blood pressure, your metabolism, your body temperature, your heart rate, and the reaction of your body to other hormones. So it does a lot. It does a lot. So finally, after this last round of testing, I had answers. My final round of blood work confirmed that what I was going through was a flare-up of Hashimoto's disease and that my thyroid was under attack. I had no idea that I had Hashimoto's until just a few weeks ago. So the past couple of months have been a roller coaster of emotions between going through the testing and getting my diagnosis. It has been very emotionally taxing. Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disease. If you're not aware of what this is, I'll give you a quick rundown. It's an autoimmune disease that can cause hair loss, dry skin, depression, extreme fatigue, joint stiffness and pain, muscle weakness, bloating and constipation, weight gain, and inflammation. Looking back over the past 18 months, I've been experiencing all of those symptoms. Now that I've put all the pieces together, I'm realizing that COVID most likely triggered a severe flare-up, and that's why I've been struggling so much since then, for the past 18 months. As frustrating and upsetting as this diagnosis has been, I'm actually somewhat relieved. It's almost as if finding out that there was something going on that was out of my control helped me to let go of the guilt and the shame that I was carrying for being so tired and feeling puffy and just not feeling like myself no matter what I did. I think the reason that it took me so long to get a diagnosis was actually because the symptoms did come on gradually 
And I was so well equipped with the coping mechanisms and tricks to help mitigate the symptoms that I was experiencing. So I was really good at surviving and playing it off like everything was okay. I was really good at band-aiding the issues and not actually looking at the root cause. It was no easy road, but I did survive and now I'm here. I'm finally getting answers and I'm finally getting some real relief. I'll talk more about Hashimoto's and my whole healing journey in a future episode because I definitely want to talk about how I'm working through everything post-diagnosis, but today I want to talk to you about my realization that I had during my hike about depression. You know, the funny thing about depression, well, maybe I shouldn't say that it's funny, but if you've ever experienced what I'm about to share with you, then I would be willing to bet that this might give you a little giggle, not like a ha-ha funny, but like a huh, wow, yeah, that is spot on. So not funny, but like hmm, funny. When you're depressed, it can be nearly impossible to realize it unless you've been there before. It can be so difficult to recognize that what you're experiencing is depression because when you're in it, it just feels normal. It just feels like another day, another hard day, but it just feels like another day until you have a moment of clarity, a glimpse of light. And that's what I experienced during my hike. On Saturday, I texted my partner while we were both out and about doing our own thing. And I said, do you want to go for a sunset hike tonight? And he, of course, said, okay, with an exclamation point because he's amazing and always down for whatever crazy ideas I have for us to do. He keeps me safe and I keep him wild. Well, I felt the tug to get outside. So I was like, you know what? This is what we're going to do. We're going to do it. I just didn't realize at the time how much I truly needed it. I didn't fully comprehend how badly I needed to spend time surrounded by nature until I was in it. So while we were hiking, I was refusing to give up my backpack. I have this purple Patagonia backpack that I love. It has so many little pockets for my hiking gear and places to store stuff and snacks. (laughs) So as great as the backpack is, though, it can also get pretty heavy especially because I do insist on filling up the water pouch, so it does get heavy. He offered to carry it for me a few times, but I just wouldn't let it go. I was like, nope, I got it. I got my backpack. We're good. Let's go. Keep going. So fast forward about an hour into our hike, I had that glimpse of light moment. There was a moment as the sun was going down, I was looking out over the water and I was watching the fish jump and I just broke down into tears. It was so beautiful and so peaceful. And it was in that moment that I realized just how deeply depressed I have been. I realized how far depression has dragged me underwater. And for the past 18 months, maybe even longer, I've been drowning mostly without even realizing it. It was this huge aha moment and the tears just were pouring out of me because I was like, oh my God, I get it. I see now. I get it. So the only way that I was able to express my realization to my partner at the time who was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Are you okay? I said this, depression is like walking around through life with a backpack filled with cement. Only you don't realize that you're carrying cement and you just think "Eh, it's a little heavy, but you assume that everyone else is carrying the same weight on their backs. But in reality, 
you're surrounded by people who are carrying all different kinds of backpacks. Some are carrying ones that are light as a feather, and on top of that, they're wearing moon shoes, which if you're not familiar with moon shoes, Google them, okay? They're fun. Anyways, these people with moon shoes and feather light backpacks are able to bounce around through life seemingly effortlessly. Meanwhile, you're there trekking along, focused on keeping your footing as you step from one rock to another and making sure that you're getting from point A to point B safely or as safely as possible. And you're watching everyone else around you run and bounce around like it's nothing, which leaves you feeling like you're doing something wrong or that you're just not working hard enough or that maybe you're just not as good as them. Maybe you even get so tired of carrying around the cement that you feel like giving up. Some people do. And that's the scary thing about depression. Some people are so weighed down by the weight of their backpack that they give up on climbing the mountain altogether. They get tired and they see no other way out, so they just give up trying. I am so grateful that even in my darkest times, I have still been able to see the light shining from the top of the mountain. I'm grateful that I've held out hope for this incredible view that I was promised would be at the top after the hardest climb, and I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still in the fight. The moment that you wake up and realize that you are fighting an invisible battle and you grasp that it is not your fault is the moment that everything changes. You realize that you're not just being lazy. You're not just needing to work harder or needing to be better. The reality is that you're carrying a shit ton of bricks while everyone else around you that you're comparing yourself to is wearing moon shoes and carrying nothing but air. That's the moment that you look back and realize, holy shit, I have been so depressed. That's the moment that that glimpse of light shines on your situation and you're able to finally see things clearly for the first time. And that is where the grieving process starts. That's when you start grieving the life that you feel you may have lost or wasted and all the time you've spent clouded with depression when you could have been out living. I had that moment. I was standing on the side of the river being like, gosh, I haven't been hiking in forever. I miss this so much. I love this so much. Why haven't I been out here? And then it hit me. I haven't been able to understand that I've been struggling to get out and about and do things that I love because I have been weighed down by depression. It's not that I'm not capable of going to do those things. It's just that it felt so hard to do them. So you go through this grieving process, you grieve the person that you could have been and all of the things that you could have done had you not been trying to maneuver through life with that heavy ass backpack on. And as tempting as it is to let that grief swallow you up and to have a little pity party for yourself, I encourage you to instead take that little glimpse of light and run with it. Thank yourself for not giving up. Thank your younger you for continuing to fight and for holding out hope for a brighter future. Thank yourself for continuing to seek out the light at the end of the tunnel or at the top of the mountain. You get what I'm trying to say. Thank yourself and then take note of everything that you did to get yourself to that vantage point. 
because someday your story will become somebody else's survival guide. It will become their beacon of hope when they feel that their backpack is getting to be too heavy and they start to doubt if they'll ever reach the top of their own mountain. Do it for you. Do it for those who look up to you. Just just do it. Also, let someone carry your backpack if they offer. Look, I get it. I know it can be hard to accept help sometimes, but I promise it's fun to experience life with more freedom to roam without anything weighing you down. So if you are offered help, don't be afraid to take it. You deserve to experience that freedom from whatever it is that's been weighing you down. It doesn't have to be depression. If you're offered help, take it. It's also okay to let others know that your backpack is heavy and that you need to rest or you could use some help. It's okay to ask for help. It does not make you weak. It makes you human. That's something that I'm really trying to work on because I'm good at pushing through until I really can't push any further. I I just, that's how I've always been. So asking for help has been hard for me and I've gotten so much better at it in recent years. I'm still working on it. I'm still getting there. Now I need to realize when I actually need help and that's, that's coming along little by little. But just remember, it's okay to ask for help. It doesn't make you weak. It makes you human. You don't need to reach your lowest point to ask for support. You don't need to hit your rock bottom in order to get help. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, Erica, I hear you. And now either I am dealing with something or I know somebody who's dealing with something and I really could use a few tips on how to get to that glimpse of light moment. Like, what did you do? What is your survival guide? I will share more tips If you have not already listened to episode six of this podcast, I give you seven tips to improve your mental health. Those tips have helped me tremendously. So definitely go check those out. But first thing is first, talk to somebody, whether it is a friend, a loved one, a therapist, a professional, a medical professional, maybe do some testing like I did, hormonal testing, see if there's an underlying issue. Just start to do some research for yourself. Figure out, okay, where is this stemming from? Is it because of my lifestyle? Is it because of hormonal imbalance? Is it because of something that has happened in my life? Is it because of grief that I'm holding on to in my body? What what's going on? And once you start to understand the root of what's going on, that's how you can best address it. But some quick things that you can do: get off of your phone. Get off of social media, stop checking your social media, get outside, get into nature, move your body, go to the gym or go take a walk, do something that actually gets your blood pumping, even just dance. Dancing is fabulous to help with your mental health. Do something that's going to get you up out of the house, change your scenery, change what you do in your everyday routine. Try to do something that is going to shake you up a little bit or maybe just put on some music that makes you feel good. If you can't do anything else, just do that. Start there. Open a window, get some fresh air or if it's hot like it is here in Virginia right now, just get a fan going, get some moving air, get up and just take a little stretch, play some music and then see how you feel feed yourself some nutrient-dense food, food that's going to give you fuel, and then see how you feel. There's other tips in that other podcast, so go listen to that, but those are just my words of wisdom for today. The last thing that I'll leave you with today is something that I like to say to my workout classes. 
You can rest, but you cannot quit. Dig deep and reconnect to your why. Why am I doing this? What am I trying to do this for? Why am I fighting? So no matter what you do, do not quit. Just keep moving. I love you. You've got this. Keep going. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Awaken with Erica Jade. I hope this conversation provided you with valuable insights and tools to help guide you on your journey towards awakening. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and please take a moment to leave a review. The more reviews that we have, the more the podcast is shown to new listeners. So I greatly appreciate you helping me reach as many people as possible. Also, if you know someone who could benefit from this conversation, spread the love and share it with them. Remember, you have the power within you to create the life that you desire. So keep going and keep growing on your path to awakening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.